Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy Wednesday or happy whatever day you're listening to this. Um, Today, I'm trying to record on my phone because I had a, a microphone, but the microphone actually is pretty much made for instruments. So it's a, I don't really know much about microphones, but it doesn't really sound good through the microphone that I have. Um, I tried to record on my laptop, I think, last time, but I don't think it sounded as good. So I'm going to try on here. I'm going to try my phone. I think it'll be better, actually, because iPhone sound quality is pretty good. Before we get into it, um, I guess maybe just a couple life updates. I know you probably don't really give a fuck but I'm gonna tell you anyways so last week I recorded the podcast in Michigan where I was for a couple of days Um, I was supposed to leave on Friday and my flight back to Boston got canceled because of the snowstorm that was in Boston and I couldn't get flights I couldn't get a flight until the next until until Monday that wasn't like four hundred dollars. I wasn't about to pay that. I tried to leave that same night that I found out that the flight was canceled, but I wasn't able to. So I decided to take a train because I needed to get back for work by Monday and I also needed to come back and feed my cat. I was having a friend look after her, but I didn't want to keep having to ask the friend to do it. So I took a train so I could get home sooner. Basically, I had to take a bus from Detroit, Michigan to Toledo, Ohio. And then from Ohio, I took a train to D.C. And then from D.C., I took a train to Boston. However, the train, first the bus was was 30 minutes late, which was fine because we had plenty of time to make it to the train station in Ohio. Then the train in Ohio was delayed an hour and a half. And that was like an overnight thing. I got on at about 1 a.m. Well, it was supposed to be 11.30 p.m., but I got on at about 1 a.m. And then somehow I I slept, actually, on the train because it was nice. Somehow throughout the night we got delayed three hours, which sucked. So basically I missed my connecting train in Washington, D.C. And I had to get on a later train, much later. And I didn't get back to Boston until 1 a.m., But I got back safely. I did. And honestly, I thought it was... Actually, I didn't really have an opinion about it. I wasn't really mad that I had to take a train. Because, I don't know, I was curious to, like, see half of the country, pretty much, by train. However, February is not always the best time to see the Midwest to Northeast, because it's kind of depressing. 
it was kind of sad, actually. I'm not going to lie to you. It was, like, some parts were definitely beautiful. Um, I remember, like, like some parts of um, Pennsylvania and, like, Maryland being really beautiful. But most of it was was really not. And I'm sure it would be in the fall and probably spring and summer. But just winter is not not the time for that. So if you're ever going to take a long haul train, I recommend doing it in a pretty month. Um, Yeah, but I made it home safely, so I'm grateful for that. Another thing before we start really talking about what we're going to talk about today, I figure I might just want to share with you some of my recent interests. And I'm talking like books, movies, TV shows, music, all that stuff, because even though you didn't ask, I'm gonna tell you anyway, you know, you chose to listen to this podcast, so now you have to deal with what I'm gonna talk about, I mean, you could click off, but I would prefer if you stayed, actually, so basically, let's talk about books I'm interested in at the moment, on the train, as you can imagine, I had, it was a 24-hour train, by the way. I got back, I left at 1 a.m., I got back at 1 a.m. the next day. Anyway, um, I had a lot of time to read, basically. I brought a book, I read a book for the plane, Did not like, not expecting to have a tr- take a train, and I'm a very slow reader, and I almost finished this book. I'm almost done, but it is a short book. I'm a very slow reader, though. I'm currently reading Tuesdays with Maury by Mitch Album, and he is one of my favorite authors. I've read a lot of books by him, but I really am enjoying this book right now. I'm almost finished with it. His books always make me cry at the end of them, so I'm not, like, really prepared to cry, but that's that's the book, Tuesdays with Maury. That's what I'm enjoying right now. Movies. I don't watch movies very often, but lately the movies I've been watching I've been really enjoying. Um, I just watched King of Staten Island um, with Pete Davidson. I watched that with my friends like a week or two ago, and I loved that movie. I thought it was so good. I thought it was really, really good. So I really And I really like Pete Davidson. I, I already liked him before. But that movie just kind of made me like him even more. I also watched um, part of Kanye's documentary. I watched um, the first episode of it. I think it's three episodes. But I watched the first one. And he is also very interesting. I've always been a Kanye fan. Not, not really a fan of like him as a person. But I've always been like a Kanye music fan. So it was cool to see like his upbringing and I'm actually doing a little bit about Kanye in one of the classes I teach right now because we're on our hip-hop unit and we're into the 2000s and that's when Kanye really like first started putting out music yeah so those are two shows I've been into I still haven't watched Euphoria I need to I know I need to. Um, music that I'm into right now. And by the way, the things I'm telling you, these aren't like new things, like new releases. Like these are 
pretty much old things that a lot of people already know about, but, like, I'm just getting into it. You know what I mean? Just, like, things that have recently been of interest to me. Um, music. I've been really going through, um, like, artist discography, disc- discographies, especially when I go to the gym or when I'm driving. Um, and recently I've been going through Kendrick Lamar and I've, I've always liked Kendrick's music, but I've never really just listened to like a full album of his straight through. Um, I really liked, um, Good Kid Mad City. That is a very good album. So is Section 80. Those are both really good. I mean, all his music's really good. Those two in particular have really been on my mind lately. Also, Brockhampton, always, always. That's what I got for media. If you have any recommendations that you think I like, I would like based on what I just told you, please send them to me because I would definitely consume whatever media you recommend to me. And I'm serious. Okay, for today's episode, I wanted to kind of talk about jobs. Jobs I've had, careers, and kind of just my overall thoughts on working. And yeah, some of my history with working. And I'll talk about, I'll talk about just jobs I've had. Um, okay, let's go back to when I was in high school. Um, I was poor, obviously, so I really wanted to get a job so I could afford to do things. And my mom wanted me to get a job. My older sisters had jobs. But everywhere I would apply wouldn't hire me. And I was like, what am I doing wrong? I applied to so many places, like places you would think anybody could get a job at right but no nobody would hire me I did do a couple like volunteer summer camp things that were like pretty long actually and like took up a lot of my time but those were for community service hours because I needed those to graduate so I didn't I didn't really have a job in high school then when I got to college and realized I had to pay for things, I got a job, like, immediately. Two weeks, maybe, into the school year. I worked at the uh, the dining hall, one of the dining halls at UMass, Frank, for all my UMass people. I worked at Frank. I washed tables. That was my job. I washed tables, and I put napkins into the napkin dispenser yeah I was a table busser I guess then I moved to being like a line person where I would just like serve people food get food from the warmers or whatever that kind of sucked that really sucked but it paid and I could pretty much like work whenever I wanted to but okay we're not actually no yeah I will talk about that yeah so I it was a lot working 
while also being a full-time student. Because I would work probably like four to five days a week. And I would do like an evening shift on the weekdays. And then work all day on Sundays. And that was after like football games that I had to go to with the marching band on Saturdays. So I was, I was tired. That was my first job. Frank was my first job. It it was a sucky job. I think everybody has to get a sucky job at one point though, so you so you understand. Then then what? Okay, so that was in 2016. That summer. Um then that summer after that school year, so after my freshman year, going into my sophomore year, I went back home to my hometown for the summer as most people do, lived at my mom's house. And I got a job in the mall at a store called Primark. Yeah, I'm name dropping. What about it? I got a job at Primark. I worked in the fitting room, mostly. That was like, everybody had like kind of their own station that they were at, even if you were trained on everything. So I was trained I guess on everything but I mainly worked in the fitting room Um, I worked at the cash register occasionally not very often I think my my uh, schedule was Tuesday to Saturday so yeah that's five days and I still wasn't full-time I worked every day and I came in at 9 and I left at 4.30 and I was still a part-time worker, which is stupid. And I had to clock out for my 30-minute break every day. It was silly. Like, they made us clock out for break. It wasn't, it wasn't a paid break. We had to wear this stupid uniform, which was an ugly blue t-shirt and black pants no leggings they had to be black pants we didn't have any fun well that's not true we had fun I really liked the people I worked with at Primark I still follow them like on Instagram and stuff they were fun honestly they were cool we all were like kind of the same age and on the same sort of summer job wavelength yeah it was a shitty job but the people I think made it pretty good basically they made us count everybody's items when they came to the fitting room and then we had to give them a tag with how many items they got or they had we had to physically take the items from them count like pull it apart to make sure they weren't hiding anything in anything else Like hiding a shirt in a jacket or something so they could then steal it. They had to take everything apart and like shake it. And I was like, oh my god. And a lot of times people that I know would come in. So I had to like do that for people I know. Because it was at the local mall where everybody I grew up with lives. Um, Also, we had to count them when the person came out too. To make sure they had the correct amount of items. And if they left one in the fitting room or something. We had to physically tell. We had to tell them to go back and get it. Which I thought was kind of weird. Yeah. And if somebody had more than eight items. We made them put it in like a holding room. 
and then come back and switch it out for a new amount of items. Yeah, this job, it was my summer job, but it basically took up my whole summer. I don't think I did anything else, really. I don't think I even really hung out with people because I was always so tired after work. Ugh, yeah. I did not like that job. And I thought I was going to come back and work over the winter break and stuff. No, I didn't. I did not want to do that. Minimum wage, by the way, both of these jobs were. That school year, so my sophomore year, I went back to working at the dining hall. Same thing, same dealio. I also um, started teaching some beginner saxophone lessons so I would teach to like very very beginners like you know fifth grade kids who were just putting it together and I got paid a little bit for that that was nice to get some extra change here and there it was definitely a lot to manage though like two jobs school and everything but I needed the money so you got to do what you got to do I'll spare you the details of that. Um, but sophomore year actually is when I finally, finally begged. Okay, there's um, at UMass, there's a recital hall that people work at during recitals and things like that. And I really wanted a job there. So I begged and begged. And my friend finally... Well, he's my friend now, bueno, if you're listening. Um, I begged the the manager, I guess, for a job. And he finally gave me one. And that was great. I loved that job. Because basically, at first, I was um, putting putting recordings from recitals into iTunes and then making CDs out of it for the library. That was fun. I loved that job. And I finally got bumped up to working at actual recitals, which was cool. Because I, a lot of the time, got paid to just hear good music. And I made friends doing it too that I still talk to all the time. It was very chill, very relaxed. We all got along. So then that summer, I did that as well. I We had stuff to do, like little random kind of handyman jobs we had to do throughout the summer. So I sort of lived in Amherst, sort of still lived at my mom's house. I would kind of couch surf whenever I went back to Amherst. And then I can't, I think it was, no. Okay, then junior year, I went back to Frank again. And I was like, this year, I need to stop. I need to stop working at this dining hall. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't do that anymore. But I stuck it out for the year. I stayed, well, I stayed throughout most of the year. And then, um, and I had the job at Byzantine as well. Um, at the, towards the end of that school year, so my junior year, I got into like an argument with, the manager because he accused me of sneaking in to the dining hall to get free food in front of everybody and made me really embarrassed 
so we got into a little bit of a yelling thing. I was like, why would I sneak in here? I work here and we get a free meal when we work. I was so fucking mad. So I never went back. <laughs> Actually, I think I did go back, but I think I kind of very, very softly quit. So I think I think by the end of my junior year, I was going in maybe once a week. And I also still had the recital hall job. And at this point, I actually got another job at Old Chapel, which is like a, it was a chapel, obviously, at UMass. And now it's kind of, it's a study space and like a function hall. So I got a job there. And that job was also awesome. I think I got it because I had experience doing lighting and sound and all of that at my recital hall job. And there was only like four of us undergrads that worked there. I really liked that job. I thought it was really cool to work in such a beautiful and historic place. Sometimes we got free snacks too, so that was fun. And I got to work at a lot of cool events, like um, award ceremonies, uh, fraternity recruitment, which that wasn't necessarily cool, but it was just interesting to watch. Uh, Yeah, just like music performances sometimes. Wedding receptions, that was really cool too. And there were weddings there, which I unfortunately didn't get to work. But yeah, so I worked that job also throughout the summer a little bit that summer going into that summer going into my senior year. Um, I worked I would work both jobs in a single day. So I would do like Byzantine recital hall stuff in the morning and then go right to my job at Old Chapel in the afternoon. But I I really had fun because I really love both those jobs. And summer at UMass is just different. If If you've been to UMass in the summer, you know it's just so good. Like, I don't know, the vibes are just incredible. Senior year came around. No more Frank. I was done with that. Still kept the other two jobs. Then for my spring senior year... Uh, This was when I was student teaching, so I was actually back out in Eastern Mass. And I didn't really want to live at my mom's house, so I got, like, I rented a room for a little while. And I had to pay rent for that. So I had to get a job at Chipotle while I was student teaching. So I would student teach you know, during the school day, get out at like 3.30ish, have a little break, and then go over, work at Chipotle um, 5 to 10. I got a free meal every shift, though, and I really loved Chipotle's food, so I, I was so broke that I really needed that. I did not really love the job at Chipotle. It was always so busy in the store, And it was really, really hot behind the counters. A lot of times people were mean. Like, a lot of the times people were mean. I don't really know why. Um, The other coworkers were also kind of mean, too. Like, sometimes we had fun. 
But because I was new, they kind of were like a little pissy with me if I ever made a mistake. And they also, I just felt like they were always like talking about me. It's just like, it was just a fast paced thing and like standing in the same spot pretty much. And you're just doing like the same thing over and over and over. We did get cash tips after every shift though, so that was kind of fun. And I, I kept it because I needed the free food, honestly. But that didn't last too long because this was spring 2020. So I started in about January and then we all know what happened in March 2020. So I really stopped working there after COVID happened. Because then I went back to living in my apartment in Amherst. And I wasn't in the Chipotle I worked at was in Eastern Mass. So obviously I wasn't going to do that. Um, yeah, I didn't, I guess I didn't really work at all during COVID because everything shut down and they would have cut my hours at Chipotle anyway. So then I had to go on unemployment for a little while. You know, I feel like everybody was on unemployment during that time. And it was kind of nice, honestly, because I just had to like, I was just kind of saving money because that was the last last month in my apartment. So I had already paid that. I was just kind of saving money for a little while. Then after that, I graduated. I got a job, my first real degreed person job. Yay. I got a job as an elementary music teacher in Vermont. It was actually an, well, maybe I should, I don't know. Actually, it doesn't matter. It was an interstate district, so it was students from New Hampshire and Vermont. And it was, it was nice. I mean, it was a really rural area and I wasn't like really, really rural. I wasn't really used to being in an environment like that. I was always used to being around people like always UMass is a big school and I was from I'm from like a pretty big town. I wasn't really used to teaching or even or just like being in an area like that. I taught at two different schools. I was on a cart, so I had to we had a classroom, but because of COVID, we were on a cart and yes, we were in person during COVID year when everybody was remote, we were still in person. I had to push around a cart to every classroom. So I had two different carts at my two different schools. I had to transport materials back and forth every time I switched schools. The pay, the salary was pretty low. Well, the cost of lowing is, is lower up there, a lot lower than Massachusetts, but the pay still wasn't enough. I did get a one bedroom apartment. I lived by myself. And my rent was cheap. I'm just going to tell you, it was $725 for a one-bedroom. Like, honestly, that's that's a pretty good deal for a one-bedroom. It, it was a nice size and everything. I mean, it was small for sure. But, yeah, I don't know. I liked it. I liked the apartment. The job, well, I feel like I've talked about this before, but I... Elementary music was not really what I wanted to do with teaching music. I wanted to do band. And yeah, it was just hard. I don't I didn't feel like it was for me, and I think that's okay. I think it's okay to feel like that. So I only lasted there for one year. Then I 
wasn't going to come back, but I didn't really have a job lined up yet. So I moved back to, I moved to Boston. I moved to, I rented a room in an apartment in Boston. I um, decided to get my pay split up so I would still get paid throughout the summer at my last job, at my job in, as a teacher in Vermont. So I was getting paid a little bit throughout the, um, the summers, which helped me kind of just get through. And I also had some saves, so I did not work summer of 2021. I probably should have because I kind of lost a lot of money that year. Go back to the first episode of this podcast if you want to learn why I lost a lot of money. I didn't work that summer. Then towards the end of the summer, I got offered this job in Cape Cod. So I took it. The pay is a lot better. And I'm teaching band, which I wanted to do really bad. So yeah, that's the job I have now. Um, Also, because the cost of living is a lot higher... This might be a little embarrassing, but maybe it's not. I got a job at, like, a local coffee shop to help pay for things because my rent is really high here, and I still have to pay for gas and food, and I live alone and everything. So I got a second job to pay for stuff. I only work one day a week on weekends, but I really love it. I, I actually really do. It's very quaint it's right by the ocean it's a really nice location sometimes we get to take home pastries and we get free coffee so there's really no downsides to it and it pays above minimum wage and there's a lot of other people my age and older that work there so I don't really feel weird I mean there's a lot of younger people too don't get me wrong but I really don't mind it it you know it would be nice to maybe have like a day off but I you know what, it's okay. And I'm probably going to work here at the coffee shop throughout some of the summer too. And I'll probably work there next year too, honestly. Even though I'm planning on moving to a cheaper apartment, I'll probably still work there just because I enjoy it. You know, maybe that's weird, but I like it. Best jobs I've had out of these. Byzantin Recital Hall is my number one. Number two would honestly have to be this coffee shop job I have now because I just, I love relaxed environments. Like, I don't think jobs, I don't think places need to be, like, we get busy at the coffee shop for sure, but it's never really, like, stressful. Like, Chipotle was stressful. I don't think places that are busy necessarily need to exploit their workers or be mean to their workers in order to succeed because this coffee shop has been in business forever and it gets really popular in the summer and I know it'll be a lot busier in the summer I just started um in like December I know it'll be busy in the summer because that's when Cape Cod comes alive I don't know. I just don't think, like, Chipotle was always, even when it was not that busy, I feel like people were still in a bad mood. And that sucks. My worst jobs, I would have to say, 
Prime, I mean, you could you could have guessed this, but Primark, the the store in the mall I worked in in Chipotle were probably on my lower list. Well, Frank might be kind of low too, but because it was so convenient, I can't I couldn't like really complain. But yeah, I just think, and I guess the trend is that for jobs like hourly jobs. I think independent places are a lot better to work at than chains, which sucks because chains obviously employ so many people. And that sucks. I just hate I hate that corporations have like that power and I hate the monopoly that a lot of places have. Primark it's it's a huge store. Like the store is huge. And it's really popular in Europe. And it's kind of, it was gaining popularity in probably like the late 2010s in the US. Like a lot of them popped up around. Now I feel like it's kind of, maybe it's just from what I've seen, but I feel like it's kind of dying down because people are realizing that fast fashion is bad. And a lot of the stuff they make is not really cute anymore. Like, they did make cute clothes, I will say that. But now I feel like it's kind of, like, corny stuff. They had some corny stuff always, too, but I feel like it's now all corny stuff. It's, like, Shein, but just, like, in real life. And I can spill a little tea on the company, like, I know that they told us literally in the training that they they basically said they use sweatshop labor and that their clothes go to landfills if nobody buys them. And I've, I think everybody knows that about fast fashion places like, you know, H&M. But the fact that they just, like, said that, like, no issues is a little bit messed up I just think it's weird um I'm trying to think of some other secrets of other jobs I've had that I can spill to you guys Chipotle well at least at the one I worked at everybody was like high all the time and they would smoke in the back room which I don't think anybody's really surprised by that but Chipotle was like pretty wasteful I also don't think anyone is surprised by that but They'd waste, like, a lot of food, which I know they've had E. coli or whatever issues, but yeah, it's, you know, yeah, they're pretty wasteful as a company, and I hate that about the chains, these monopolies, okay, so my thoughts on working, I do think that Work is kind of a part of the human nature, I I suppose. I'm thinking back to caveman times. Obviously, no, they didn't have a nine to five, but they would have work to do, you know, like hunting, making things, you know, like they did work and they they had some sort of a society even if it, even if it's not like how we consider society today but they did things in order to get by 
And then, you know, there was, so I don't think that work is out of our nature, but it doesn't have to be like this, okay? Well, for one, the minimum wage is astronomically low. The federal minimum wage being $7.25 is an absolute nightmare. Like, you know, in Massachusetts, it's higher than that because the cost of living is higher. But it's it's absolutely insane that the minimum wage can be under $10 anywhere in this country. I think it is messed up. The minimum wage should be like $27, and I'm not even exaggerating. That's how much it should be to be livable. I And I do think that if we had the choice to work or not work, you know, a reasonable amount of time, I think a lot of people would say they would still work because people want, like, purpose. People want something to do. And I think maybe how you're giving people the option to go into work, let's say like three times a week. If we all had to just work three days a week and the rest of the days were just to live our lives, can you imagine how much better life would be? And if these jobs paid living wages, how much society would improve and how much more we could create and get done and see and experience it like it hurts my soul to think about the fact that people have unpaid breaks or working lunches that's absolutely terrifying like that is hell like that's hell but i don't think that people would want to not work at all you know i'm thinking about retired people that then spend time volunteering and stuff and doing things they wouldn't have normally done but they're still contributing to their community in some way I think that most people want to do that. Most people want to stay active in that way. I don't think people want to just, you know, like, be couch potatoes all the time. I think that is necessary sometimes. But not all the time, you know? And the fact that some jobs encourage overtime and things like that is just insane. I don't think that the five-day work week should be a thing. If anything, we need to go to four days. I think that would be a start to us living happier lives. Because three-day weekends would be amazing. You actually have time to rest, time to get things done. These weekends are going by so fast. Two days, my guy, is not enough. We need three days. We all just need to find jobs that are only four days a week. I know that doesn't really exist. But we need that, you know? We need that. So, I don't know. That's just, that's my thoughts on working, I guess. I I don't like the current system we have. I think it needs a change. I think strikes need to happen in order for these changes to happen. And I'm willing to do it. Also, you guys need to unionize, and everybody needs to unionize. When I worked at Primark, actually, we had people come in that were hired by the Primark like corporation to convince the workers not to unionize, and we would all get pulled aside individually with like anti-union guys, 
these like 19 year old girls and they were like here's why unions are bad and i i literally had like a 15 minute meeting with some random man telling me why i shouldn't join a union so they like planted this idea in our brains that unions were bad and none of us wanted to join a union we're all like this is my summer job from college i'm 19 i don't care and now looking back that i'm more like aware of these things i'm like maybe we should have fucking unionized i wish i had known then what i know now but you know Maybe I'll go into that Primark store because it still exists, obviously. Maybe I'll tell them that they should unionize. Anyway, rise up against the man. Okay? Alright, I hope you all have a great rest of your week. And I will see you next week, probably, to talk about some more fun stuff. If you would like to, I made an Instagram for this podcast. The Instagram is I'm really trying here underscore podcast. We have like 30 follow we it's just me. I have like 30 followers. Um, I post like polls and stuff that I'm probably gonna use for future episodes. So if you're interested, go follow the Instagram. Also, yeah, now that I'm on Apple Podcasts, if you want to leave me a review. I would love it. Oh my god, that would be so fun. All right. Thanks for listening. Love ya. Bye.